Hey, this is Big Rev. Thanks for tuning in to Masterclass Theology, a weekly podcast where we study books of the Bible a verse at a time and apply it to our lives. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's rock. Well, welcome everybody to Masterclass Theology. As always, I am Big Rev, and with us today, we've got Professor D. We've got uh, the class here, and we are have a special event tonight. We have Josh, who's going to give us his third out of three sermons he's going to preach for us. And those of you who have been following on the episode list, you can go back in time there. He, he preached a sermon, first of all, in the book of Matthew. And uh, we, we, gave him, uh, we gave him three three assignments. The first assignment was he got to preach a passage from the Gospels. He could choose whatever passage he wanted as a God led him, and he chose from Matthew. And the second assignment was he, he had to preach from the Psalms. And so he could choose any Psalm, any passage, whatever God led him. And he did. And that's from Psalm 25. You can find that also on the podcast. And so for our third and final sermon in this, in this internship, our instruction to him was this, a, a sermon from a passage in the book of James. So he has to be in the book of James. That is that is all we say, whatever chapter in James that God led him to, that's his business. Um, but that was the assignment. So I will um, very shortly here, I will, I, I will mute myself and I'll ask Josh to unmute. And in fact, let's, let's go ahead and do that right now. And we will continue with uh, Josh's third sermon. Thanks, Joe. Let's begin a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the nice weather outside. And thank you for a much better weather than yesterday. Yesterday was awful. Um, thank you for letting me be able to preach your word and help your words to come through my mouth and not my own. Thank you for allowing me to preach your word during these three sermons and allow this to be a blessing. Amen. So I'm going to be in the book of James, James 1. 17 through 26. That's James 1, 17 through 26. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. All of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we should be kind of fruitfulness of his, of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brothers, but let every person be quick to hear and slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man who intently has natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. But for one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being a no-hearer, who forgets but a doer 
who acts. He will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious but is not brittle, his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. So a couple weeks ago, I was watching a Moody basketball game, regional playoff game, and I was getting very frustrated at the refs watching it on my laptop. And in that regard, I got upset. I had um, a little tool in my desk here. I got upset and I threw it, trying to throw it at my desk at a um, corkboard here. And instead of hitting the corkboard, I hit my laptop. And the laptop screen got cracked, let's say. Very badly cracked. So I had to call Apple and get it fixed. The reason I'm bringing that up is anger. I was angry. I was ticked at the refs who can't even see me, who can't even know that I'm here. And I threw something and damage occurred. We see here in James where it's dampers and spiritual growth. The first point is a damper to spiritual growth Growth is filthy talk. We see this here in verse 19. Know this, my brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. I was not slow to anger by any means when I brought my laptop. I was quick to anger, the exact opposite of what scripture calls me to be. Here we see that in contrary to the word of God, for the Christians to use filthy talk, we see in Philippians 1.27, it is a, also a true revelation of the character of a believer and revelation of the individual's heart. Meaning that in that moment, I had anger in my heart towards people that didn't even know that I existed, didn't care that I existed, but I was mad what they were doing. Something that had zero effect on me personally. If you go down to verse 20, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And we see again in coming from Philippians 4, 13 and 19, one of the most difficult things for the Christian to do is control his temper. The temper is a product of the fleshly life. Am I, is that, does that give me an excuse, though, to be angry at something? No. Not if it's not a righteous anger. In my case, or in cases here, talking about unrighteous anger to where it's something that isn't glorifying the God. Like getting mad at a Christian, fellow Christian who's living in sin, intentionally living in sin, you get angry at that or upset at that because that believer isn't claiming who isn't living the way they claim. But if you get like, if you're like me who got angry at a sporting event that has zero glorification to God, I'm living in sin right there. If you move on to verse 21 here, therefore put all Put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. 
we see right here that the only thing that can save your souls is the word of God, which tells us about Christ's death and resurrection as he celebrated just this past Sunday. A Christian should lay aside all wickedness. Christians are to crucify the old man, the old, before you become a Christian. The old is gone, the new has come. As we see in verse 22 here, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. Don't be all talk and no action. Don't be, oh yeah, yeah, I heard what the pastor said on Sunday. Yeah, 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 Christ died for me. I should accept that. Or yeah, I should, I should be angry about things. Or it's okay to be angry at things, but you're not, then you're not doing what the word tells you to do. If you're just saying, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's still a big deal. The Christian life is not cultivated where there is failure to pray. Meaning, if you're not praying daily as a Christian, you're not cultivating your life. Being a believer, you have to be praying daily. If you're not praying daily, you're going to become weak. We grow weaker each and every single day. The Christian life is not cultivated where there is failure to study God's word. I'm good to that myself. I'm on the word daily, and I'm not happy to admit that, but I'm admitting it. That to be able to be a Christian, to cultivate your life daily, to be able to get deeper and deeper as a believer in Christ. You have to be in God's word daily. He's giving us, he's given it to us for a reason. And if God gave us for a reason, I think it's a pretty good thing that he gave it to us. I mean, it's just it's a word. No big deal, just a word of God. The Christian life is not cultivated where there is failure to hide God's word in the heart. We see this here with going back to point two. A damper is a spiritual growth and that includes the desires of the old man, as I mentioned before. The old man is the old you. You want that desires as a non-believer. And then for point three, you could kind of tie them both in together, and that is a damper is a spiritual growth is a nasty temper. Look what I had. I had a nasty temper. I got upset through something and damage occurred. Now, if we look at verse 22, but be doers of the word, thy hearers only, deceiving yourselves. And then 23, for anyone who is a hearer of the word, not a doer, he looks like a man who looks intently as natural face in the mirror. We are doers of the word, not just hearers. Hearing the word without action is self-deception, while hearing the results in the word is a blessing. And for verse 25, but the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, perseveres being a no-hearer, but a doer who acts will he be blessed by his doing. Meaning here, you could hear 
every sermon, every preaching, every, you could read scripture, everything, all that daily. But if you're not acting on what you're reading for God's glory, then what are you listening to? What are you reading if you're not acting in that for God's glory? Like you take scripture out of context and read scripture and say, oh, for reason sin is death. Oh, death, death. But that's taken out of context right there. The other part is for the gift of God is eternal life to Jesus Christ our Lord. Right there, as a hearer, you'll be like, okay, I got to live for Christ daily. And for verse 26, if anyone thinks he is religious, but does not brittle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Now, the word brittle in this context means to hold in check. To hold back. Not saying when the guy in traffic cuts you off, where you want to say, say some probably ungodly things sometimes to someone. It's tempting when someone cuts you off that you jerk or worse. But as Christians, we are called to hold our tongue in check or to hold back because that person who did that to you, they don't care about you. They don't know that you're upsetting them. They're just trying to get from point A to point B or point B to point A or trying to get somewhere. But it doesn't include you. As for my fourth point here, a damper to spiritual growth is a failure to cultivate the Christian character. This right here is, for some Christians, it could be offensive because if you're not growing spiritually in Christ, then you're failing to grow as a believer. God calls you to grow daily as a Christian, to call, cause you to grow daily as his child. You are to drink the milk, as scripture says, daily, nourishment daily. If you're not in the word daily, you're, gonna, you're not going to cultivate your life. You are not going to be living for God the best that you can. You will not, you will struggle in life as a Christian even more than we already do as believers. Now, going back to the beginning of all this, where I've talked about my laptop, I brought that up because I saw damage that was done by my anger. I saw a cracked screen, and at, exact, at this time, too, I was fishing up a few papers for school that I couldn't get done because I was angry. I broke something that I needed. So I had to wait a week to get it fixed before I could use it again. That showed, God showed me right there, hey, Josh, cut it out. Your anger has to stop. Your anger has to be put away, has to be condemned. Because that anger is not honoring me. That anger is not honoring anyone. It's not even glorifying to yourself. To go in that extent. When the anger is even in glorifying to yourself or even helping yourself, how can I honor God? So that being said, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak your word of James here. And thank you for the reminder of that we have to be living for you daily. That anything that doesn't honor you is a damper to us, especially unrighteous anger to which destroys 
us as your children, Lord. Help us have a good rest of the night, and amen. Well, thank you, Josh. It was a great reminder. Uh, I, I like how you tied it in at the end there, that anything that doesn't honor God is a damper. And uh, the spirits of growth, and, and you picked out four dampers there. From James 1, uh, filthy talk and the desires of the old man creeping up. And scripture tells us to put to death that old man, not to resurrect the old man. The old self need, needs to be put, put away there. And nasty temper and, and a failure to cultivate Christian character. We appreciate the examples you use from your life. And yeah, this, is, this has been a, been a time in God's word. Josh, thank you for sharing with us this third sermon on our journey together from James chapter 1. And this has been Masterclass Theology, and have a good night. God bless. This has been Masterclass Theology. I pray you've been challenged and encouraged during today's episode, and I hope you'll continue to join us as we journey through the Bible. God bless.